<laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Locate your lighters. Yo, 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 what? Thank you. <coughs> you know how you take that one hit and you scared to talk because you're going to do number call? <coughs> okay. We are back in the motherfucking Kush Cave with the one and only Never Phony Mac Boney. We in this motherfucker chilling, man. On this cold ass Tuesday in November. A week away from a real nigga holiday. You know what I'm saying? About a week away. You know what I'm saying? About about eight days away. On the on the real. On the motherfucking real real, you know what I'm saying? But it's been a minute with y'all motherfuckers, man. Nice to hear from y'all motherfuckers and y'all niggas been like, where the fuck this nigga been at? This nigga ain't dropped nothing. He ain't said nothing. This nigga doing them wild ass cushed out Sunday posts, but he ain't said nothing to niggas. We back, man. You know what I'm saying? Peace out to my niggas and niggas out there. You know what I'm saying? We out there doing our thug thizzle. Spend a minute. Hope y'all t- keeping y'all mind right and shit like that. You know, it's that time of that. Once again, start getting dark about 430. Especially them cold-ass places and shit. Oh, nigga, your whole mental fucked up. Shout out to the Williams, man. The Williams family, my boy Q and Maria, man. You know, finally tied the knot. Definitely been a minute since I talked to y'all because I ain't talked to y'all niggas since that happened. Um, shout out to my nigga Low End. He killing this shit with his merch game. Shout out my boy Deontay. He dropping some shit real, real soon. Shit's going to be fire. I've heard it already. Shit's going to be fire as fuck, so I'm going to keep on the lookout for that. Happy birthday to my nigga D, a.k.a. Pause on that one. Happy, yeah, happy birthday to my nigga D.O., man. Yeah, wow. That was crazy. That was crazy. But anyway, my nigga Shamar Moore, happy birthday and shit. Yeah, anybody see this nigga, just put all his story, all his comments on IG. Just put Shamar Moore gifts if you can find them. You know, so I don't know if it's too many of them, but if I could post, you know what I'm saying, any kind of meme, I would post, you know, probably wouldn't be, what's that, NCIS that nigga on? It would be Shamar Moore from The Brothers or Shamar Moore from Soul Train. That nigga was a wild boy on Soul Train back in the day. But anyway, man, we back in the NFL, NBA, NBA in fucking full effect right now. NFL in full effect. Whole shit went down. I ain't getting y'all none of my predictions, who I'm going for this year and shit. So you know, you know a nigga been missing in action when he ain't even getting the football or basketball motherfucking picks of the year. It's still early for basketball. My pops always said this. He never watched football. He never watched basketball until after. He's like, once Christmas starts, that's when like the NBA really officially starts, he feel like. You know, because the NFL is just... Every week is so many big games coming along and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I can watch Boca during the week. You can watch basketball. I can watch basketball, you know, Tuesday. It, it's, and this next motherfucking week, it's going to be trash for primetime games. I think it was... Let me actually check the exact... The exact motherfucking um, schedule. Because that shit was trash. I was like, nigga, they about to have these trash-ass niggas playing against each other? I, ain't, I I can't have it. You know what I'm saying? So, let's see this bullshit. But anyway, the NFL this season so far has been kind of crazy. I feel like a lot of the teams that people have been looking at have been like, hey, man, these niggas going to be the next ones. 
these motherfuckers been on some kind of like, uh, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's been kind of, huh. Ain't really been too many dominant teams. But I think besides the Baltimore Ravens, I think that's the team no more. I think that's the team really should be looking at. Because everyone going to say Philadelphia. But these niggas almost lost his motherfucking pass Sunday. You feel me? Like, that last drive against the Cowboys was wild. It was so many penalties against the Eagles. And I think it was a holding. It, it was just a, so much shit going down. And I, and I think, and also I think it affected. I remember I was saying during that time watching the game, I was high as shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm Dak stepping out on that two-point conversion. But it, it mattered at that moment when these niggas had so many fucking crazy. It was a, it was a, a pass interference call. It was a rough and a passer call. And these niggas got great field position. That right there, you know what I'm saying? I had a, a game-tying field goal, went to OT on niggas. You know what I'm saying? But Jalen Hurts ain't been that dominant this season. A.J. Brown been the best player on that motherfucker team. And we're going to be fucking honest. Because who's been consistent and look actually been playing good ball has been A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts, like, he, he has some great mid-games. And that's crazy to say. But we know how we, we rate our albums on here. We'll say some shit, some good-ass mid. He's been, he's been a great mid-fucking football player this year. For him being the MVP candidate last year, how great and fucking efficient he was. Now this nigga up in here throwing games with three interceptions and niggas lost to the Jets. The Jets are so bad, and I know the NFL is so pissed because they have all these Jets games on fucking primetime, and none of these niggas are going to be playing good. And Rodgers tomorrow, so I'll be back in a few weeks. Nigga, if you don't get that mushroom ayahuasca kneecap, no, nigga, your Achilles is done. Dude, you come back with that shit, I don't believe in injuries no more. I don't want to hear shit. AP came back from that, what was a torn ACL down there, like nine months. That's a whole nine months. This nigga A-Rod came out with the American flag on what, September? <laughs> nigga, the New Jersey, nigga, only highlight, nigga, was him bringing that flag out. And then next thing you know, nigga shit, snap, crack, pop. Nigga, that nigga, whole Achilles went crazy. Nigga, Achilles was an extra in breaking, nigga, no pun intended. But nigga, it was fucking bad. It was fucking tough to watch. And next thing you know, motherfucking, you know, they. My thing with the fucking Jets is this: you got two good ass running backs, or you can count Michael Carter a little Uzi ass. That video of him, where he got, he said, mm, it, it shows some shit. Nigga got his tongue out wild. I'm like, yo, this nigga's wilding. This niggas get a round of ten on the ass. Like we here now, nigga. I'm like, all right, go ahead. We gonna go on Dwight Howard. I've been saying about Dwight Howard a long time ago. Well, we got to speak on why Mace is the advocate in the fucking, he's the ringleader of the fucking shit tomorrow. So, I mean, he's right, though. But anyway, get back to the NFL. Um, yeah, it's been fucking, not really been that good with the Jets. They don't use their running backs with Michael, Car- um, with Brees Hall, with Brees Hall. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. There's been rumors saying Dalvin wanted to leave. I didn't get why he went there in the first place. I thought Cook was going to go to Miami or he's going to go to somewhere like, uh, it could have been another, what other good team he could have been, he could have fit. Oh, shit, put that nigga with the Ravens. Put that nigga on the Ravens, cuz. I've been perfect. You know what I'm saying? But, he didn't, you know, Vikings didn't want to pay nigga. They thought Addison was his own doppelganger and shit. And they basically did do look alike. But you put that helmet on, nigga, and you got the nigga them long ass dreads. All you're going to see is, oh, shit, these niggas actually, oh, that's Madison. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, it's just that team's been, eh. That defense has been kind of cool. They lost last night against the Chargers. 
Zach Wilson had a good, good believable moments, but he ain't that nigga. I feel like he should have got not drafted that fucking early to draft. If he was a mid-round, you know, draft pick, late round, second round, whatever, people want to know. People are like, oh, it's nice. He had a good development, you know, but no, this nigga ass. Y'all drafted him, what, second overall? Ain't been no good BYU quarterback since motherfucking Steve Young, nigga. And that's a long time ago. It's a long, long time ago. Everybody else is bust. Todd Detmer, that's who Jess Jules looks like. Look it up. Y'all niggas don't know about this football shit. I'm going to give y'all niggas some facts today. That Shout out to Steve Young, too. Salute my nigga Lamar. Lamar been the best nigga in the league. Leading in passing with completion right now. It's like 71%. Leading in quarterbacks, rushing yards. He doing his shit. He ain't going crazy. But he throwing the ball at a fishing as fuck. He got some weapons. Odell, had, he got that make-a-wish-ass touchdown on Sunday and shit. Because this nigga been complaining all motherfucking year. Like, damn, man, I ain't got no touchdowns yet. I can't do a TikTok. Like, I feel like this nigga gonna get a touchdown, bring his baby down, and just, I don't know. He gonna do some extra shit. You know how Odell is. Now they got the shit now you can celebrate. Odell ain't score when they're gonna be like, oh, we can do whatever now. Bet. It's been a minute. Nigga was in, in Cleveland, sad as fuck with Bone Thugs and Harmony, nigga. Look at that nigga's like, why? I got Baker Mayfield, who finally came to reality. I'm so happy because I just didn't want to see nobody say, oh, Baker Mayfield, that's pretty good. No, you ass, because you got them good-ass receivers down there, and you still can't. He, he, throw, he looks like Uncle Rico from fucking, um, from fucking uh, Napoleon Dynamite, cuz, like, I hate how he throws the football. He throws the football like so an uncle at Thanksgiving. It's just like somewhere, somewhere Italian uncle, like, hey, give me the fucking ball here, man. Come on. I used to play fucking quarterback for Jersey. Like, I feel like them type motherfuckers, what he looks like. I just don't fuck with Baker Mayfield. It's not because he's white. You know, I told people, you know, my podcast is not for the fade of heart and for the ones that are allergic to sunlight without putting on some goddamn sunblock. But we all should put on sunblock, so who the fuck? But either way, let me stop talking shit. Back to, to I'll stay on topic. And Roger's not coming back this year. If that didn't come back, then the ayahuasca shit, I got to try it myself. I've done mushrooms. But this nigga A-Rod out here, peaceful. Yeah, man, I love my life, you know. And he you on know, Pat McAfee showed. On there every fucking Tuesday. Yeah, man, everyone's going, everything, everything's good. He's going to be on there today, matter of fact. I'm going to actually fucking see what the fuck you're talking about on that bullshit. I can't watch Pat McAfee show too long. It's like, they got the one nigga there. It, it's like me. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like a bunch of football niggas from Kennedy got together. And it's like the one token nigga and everybody else. Like, yeah, the dogs and all that bullshit. I, I don't say I don't like him or not. I just, I just don't. Fucking think that's my target audience. He and he's a. I like watching you know sports shit with his actual players. I played the shit and he just comprehend. He's a punter, so his CT game is not going nowhere. His, his game is good, but we also got a question this y'all. When Antonio Brown, when that sad day happens, the NFL gonna go bankrupt. That's when the day NFL is gonna be done because they gonna do. He gonna get his brain to fucking doctors and shit for studies, and that shit gonna be looking nasty. Vontaze Burfitt gonna be looked at like how. How white or how like white woke people look at John Wilkes Booth, like he's gonna be looked at that like a motherfucker. Like we hate this nigga, like cause he fucked up. That Vontez Burvey was a dirty motherfucker. Let's just get that right. He was a nasty, dirty motherfucker. He always looked like he was bleeding. He always looked like LT and fucking. Remember any, any given Sunday when he had that nasty CT? He said he get hit one more time. He said he get another shot, man. He always looked like that same face. I don't know. I just felt like that's how that nigga looked. But either way, because <laughs> that shit, man, was tough to listen to, my nigga. I was like, this shit's tough to watch. 
And Antonio Brown out here wilding. He out here was broke as fuck. He out here say he put a gun out on the arena football team. The team got fucking taken away from him. It's a whole lot of wild shit with Antonio Brown. That's why I said the NFL is going to lose a lot of money. They might be gone. They might be doing touch football by the time they get done with this situation with Antonio Brown. Because that nigga CTE is crazy. He's a man to society, bro. Like, I don't know who's worse, old dog or AB. We got to really question that right now. It's a real question. Think about it, brothers and sisters. Who's worse, the man that shot the Korean after the culture store, or the one that say he fucked Tom Brady's wife? Think about it, brothers and sisters. I don't want to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. Think about it, brothers and sisters. Who's worse? Councilman Tate or Mr. Big Chest, nigga? Who the worst? For you or me, life is not promised. Tell your fucking brown. Man. But anyway, peace to Congo, man. There's some fucked up shit going on out there. If, you, if y'all don't know what's going down, um, oh shit, Palestine is like shit. I ain't gonna get in that because I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? My shit to worry. Then we gotta talk about it. But either way, a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world, y'all. So don't think we the one over here struggling because we got hella inflation and fucking groceries are high as a motherfucker and gas crazy. All we can do is smoke weed and fucking watch TikTok videos of Keith Lee exposing Atlanta food culture and shit. And it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy out here. Shannon Sharp want to fuck Miss B nasty. She want to do the same. It's like, you know what? You better hold this very moment. I'm just, I'm just spewing right now, y'all. Just spewing. Think about shit. Don't be what? I talk shit, man. But real shit, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world right now, man. And just keep your mind, just keep your eyes open. Stay focused. Stay fucking focused. There's a lot of distractions out there, man. Stay fucking focused. I ain't tomorrow, Dr. Umar in Dominican Republic. Stay focused. Tomorrow, real. Gotta stay focused right now, cause shit's getting real. Y'all know how I do it on Kristoff's podcast. I'm gonna keep it real. I ain't gonna never get a fucking fake shit to fake thrills. You ain't gonna get no shock value for me. This is who the fuck I am. You know what I'm saying? Shit's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You got babies, man, that's gone. Generation of babies gone. It's crazy. It's real fucked up, you know? The NFL, our shit, you know, we talk about sports and music, all that shit. We talk our shit, but shit like that just make you sit there when you see those videos of. Like, 12 hours, 8 hours before, these kids were playing outside chilling. Motherfuckers bombing over some, over some religion shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole shit you got to think about right now. Shit going on in the Congo right now, too, is fucked up. It's a whole bunch of shit we got to think about that, that, that we are so worried about here in this fucking country that's so fucked up. I don't give a fuck about the other shit going down. You read about this shit and you see about this shit. It's so sad, man. 
you know. I hope I'm not being looked at as a bad person because I want to see my people prosper. You know what I'm saying? I hope that's not one thing. I ain't saying I want to see y'all fail, but... Y'all ain't waiting for that conversation, man. Y'all worry about the fuck shit. Y'all, y'all want that other... Y'all want that Adam 22 bull, shock value bullshit. To wrong generation I'm speaking to. I hope the real ones are actually le- reaching and listening right now to this shit I'm speaking on. I might be on some goofy shit always, but think about what I'm actually speaking on. You know, hold your loved ones, but man, but think about that shit, man, because we, we could be way off worse right now. The fuck? Because you see what's going on in these other places, man. Just think about that shit. And I hate that to see every time I look around, we got to, you know, look over, look, look over our shoulder at our own people. Shit bothers me. Cause Pac said to himself, he never thought he would never thought a motherfucking black, his own brother would shoot him, his own old black person would fight him or shoot him. Never thought shit would happen. We gonna speak on that dear mama doc too. To me, for one, I'm surprised that. Um, oh, that's crazy. Speaking of Pac, came motherfucking random, but um, Pac and the Hughes brother, I think it was a. Uh, I forgot what Hughes Brothers was, but he fucking directed it out. He, he did. He did. He did the fucking um the doc, and it was a five episodes of just it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And just off the story of, of a Fanny, a Fanny story was being told more than anything. Pac, I feel like we knew so much more, but we was getting people that was speaking of him that was close to him, his aunt, a Fanny's sister and shit. You know what I'm saying? Salute to her. Cause she was a motherfucking That was my favorite part of that doc Was actually seeing her Because You ain't getting no more realer Than someone auntie Someone sister Like That's gonna get them more real Of any story So I, when I watched and seen that shit It made me get kind of a closure Like like this is what I need and like, Oh we need a pop This and that This was perfect I can go back and watch this Cause I teared up a couple times You know what I'm saying What Pac said When he showed his mom Dear mama and said when the Fanny said, "I feel like my son." That's when he forgave me, and shit like that broke me because you know being in a similar situation, I ain't never ashamed of who the fuck I am, where I come from, because we all been there. If you're around my age, there's a good chance, probably what five out of ten, six out of ten of us have motherfucking parents that went through that shit because we was you know we deal with that shit coming from the Reaganomics bullshit with all the fucking all these environments people was put in and and. and this fucking this poison was put in the streets to pollute us and fucking kill us with any kind of pride and unity we gonna have left. There was ones that speaking on it, but it was a lot of shit that that beat us down, man. Living in them environments, and so when Pac, when his, when his mom, who's such a strong, strong woman, strong motherfucking woman, man, because that's a queen. I, that's a definition of a queen. That's a god. That's that's who a Fanny Shakur is. It's because what she stood for, for what she did, because the motherfucking brothers and sisters left her hanging. They left her hanging when she was got. They was fighting three hundred some years in prison, and she fought that shit off by herself. And got you know because this gun and, and it shows. And that's why I say I, I don't get how people be want to fight against each other when you see when we have any kind of structure of going down, they fucking dismantle it and they they want to do it within. They have our own people 
come after us. They have these motherfucking black agents come up on like that Quarantel Pro shit was real. And I don't think a lot of y'all understand that shit. Quarantel Pro shit is a motherfucking real thing. That's some serious shit. And I, I, that's why I wish that a lot of motherfuckers just had that point to we'd be like, damn. Even me. I ain't saying some motherfucking some Farrakhan type nigga. I ain't trying to preach to nobody. But I think a more important, I think is a lot of things we got to look at of all the shit that's being exposed to us now. Because Tulsa, we hear about them Tulsa bombers growing up as a kid. That shit came along when we got older. We had to look up ourselves. You know, the internet, sh- the internet shit is a gift and a curse, but it's also some shit where you get some facts from. You actually get some information that we probably never would known of. Because these fucking schools and these it's, it's certain books, a lot of these schools weren't having them kind of books. You got to, or you, like I'm saying, like a lot of shit you had to look up and research on your own time if you really was worried about it. I grew up wanting to know what the fuck was, was so different between me and these white kids and these other kids in this motherfucking classroom, my man. I had always been curious about what the fuck going down before me, and I don't know what's going to possibly happen after me. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always wanted, I was always curious. So I ain't saying nobody got to be all that, but it's like, it's a lot of shit we got to look at and we got to stand up on, and we also got to fucking just look at and fight against. Because just seeing those situations she went through with Fanny from just almost getting locked down or being pregnant, you know what I'm saying? And she beating that case, and then... All these people that were so behind you that you fought for, that you thought was fighting for a righteous cause, they fucking ran off and left you hanging. You know what I'm saying? And then you was put in a situation where a lot of Panther people were because they were they were tired. They were they were they were they were dealing with so much. They were paranoid and a lot of those people couldn't get jobs, they couldn't get um good paying jobs, they had to lie and be different aliases because of what they were. And they think, oh, you guys hated black people. You guys, I'm not hated black, but you guys hated white people. You guys were a hate group. You guys were this and that. But the KKK is still a motherfucking, are still freely out on these motherfuckers. Still. And these are local motherfucking officers and local fucking clerks and shit like that. And that's the shit that bothers me when people don't understand that and see it. And then want to sit here and be like, you man, if this going to be on some gang shit, fuck that shit. The product of environment, I get it, but y'all can, it's, it's gotta be somebody that fucking has that point of saying, you know what, why the fuck are we still doing this? If we actually gonna do this, let's do it some for protection from shit. Let's actually get some shit structured here. We ain't getting no structure. All this is fucking chaos. I wish the dope deals and the fun of fucking the pushes and all the motherfuckers would actually come together on some stupid shit, come on some real shit and just be on some like, you know what, why the fuck are we up in here doing, killing our own people? We killing our own people with this shit. We ain't investing in nothing. We investing in ourselves. We up in here going on an IG, motherfucking woo do You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of shit that come behind it. But I ain't gonna speak on that at this moment. I was going back on the um all um the dear mama doc. But uh, yeah, I think it was great, more important because we got we got information, we got so much information from his family, his close friends, in that shit. And it was beautifully shot. The footage we were getting, the information we getting, we have an old, like older, you know, Panthers that was also around with Fanny. You know, we get actual information about shit that was actually close to the family. Shit like that makes me feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And for it also too for the Hughes brothers, also because we getting the whole story with that because for him even doing this after Pop beat him down, him his brother down, you know, they had the whole shit with the beef with the Miss Society movie. I think for him. He was like, bet. Because right, the story got to be told. It had to be told. 
You know what I'm saying? And because that All Eyes on Me movie was fucking horrendous. And I get, oh, it was it was rushed. It was this and that. I get it. But nigga, you could have just scrapped the motherfucking movie and say, you know, let's make a fucking TV series, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit right there was not it, bro. That was some of the worst motherfucking movie I ever seen in my life. They had Money B playing Money B, and Money B does not look. He still got the little, but, but nigga, we know that nigga not Bunny B, that big ass snapback on. It just didn't look right, bro. I'm like, y'all could have got somebody else for this shit. Because to me personally, the best biopic of all time is Ray. That shit was fucking tough. But um, I think the hip hop community been trying to chase that uh, um, Strata Compton movie. But really, niggas should be looking at is that it, that new edition story. That was a good ass series BET did. I, that was some of the best shit they did in probably like twenty years, nigga. No cap. That I watched. I actually watched that new edition story, and that shit was fucking good. Like even the Bobby Brown story. Like they had the great. Like what do you? Uh, I forgot his name. Old boy played in. Um, he played in Power also. Uh, he was Kane. You know, Kane from that. He was in that motherfucking movie. That shit was fire. He played. He played the fuck out of Bobby Brown. He did a hell of a job. Um, but I think this hip hop, just in general, be trying to trace that straight out of Compton movie, and it was good. But when you actually think about it, for me knowing, for me being such a big hip hop head for the West Coast shit, I know personally, I don't think this was a movie that was because I didn't like how they try to tell Easy was on some like, oh, he had a downgrade houses. His whole career was falling. He was crumbling. No, the fuck he wasn't. That's the part that bothered me like a motherfucker was. No, nigga, Easy was doing this shit. He had his own record label. He was dropping music. And he had Bone fucking Thugs and Harmony that was coming out. It was blowing the fuck up when they dropped. Once Bone Thugs and Harmony dropped, them niggas was all over. I don't know what the fuck niggas was on when they was like, oh, Easy was looking. I'm like, that's why I look at, you know, certain motherfuckers when they say, like, no, Easy was doing this shit. Easy was good. That he was still getting paid from Dre. If that's why he say that Dre Day only make easy pay day. All of a sudden, that the Dre is a G thing, but on his own album cover, he was a sheet thing. No respect to anybody out there, but that was a bar. But anyway, but part, but no, easy was going, easy went off on that nigga, man. Shout out to easy. And I didn't like how they had to play easy, like, because everybody know me. I'm a huge Ice Cube fan. Probably not in the last five years. But, um, <laughs> but, um, Shit, you can go back, motherfucker. Stop. I mean, anyway, uh, a lot of the shit was kind of like him for me. If we being honest, but yeah, I ain't like how motherfuckers trying to make Easy was looking out. He was looking bad out here. Like Easy was chilling, bro. So that whole thing would just made me want to look at because when it first came out, it was like, oh, this shit just look beautiful. Like you getting all this, you getting that. Cause you never thought you were gonna see a, a NWA movie, and it came out. Cube Son did a hell of a job. Um, the nigga that played Easy, you know, he wilding out. Uh, he did a hell of a job. There was a J, was it some Mitchell or some shit. But anyway, but that shit was a good. It was a good movie. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think the Strider Comedy, the to Comedy, all eyes on me was just bad. It was just so rushed. It was like two, 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 two. Like, yeah, two seconds, Black Panthers. Bam, in Harlem. All right, we got raided. Bam, this nigga in fucking Baltimore. Okay, now this nigga got a hot tub fade listening to motherfucking KRS-One. It was like, whoa, this has only been 11 minutes. Why the fuck is this movie rushing so fast? 
Like, I feel like you should just put commercials in the middle of this movie just so it lasts longer, nigga. Like, goddamn. And then, like, the I Get Around movie, the, that that video scene just bothered me. Just It was cringe. And the nigga that played Pac was not a bad version of Pac. It was just the storytelling was so bad. It was very bad, very wrong. I didn't like it at all. It was not even close to what it should be. And that's why a lot of cats you see, even like, I don't watch that bullshit. Because, like, MCA was like, nigga, it's, it's Spice One won this motherfucking movie. I wasn't around. How the fuck this shit's even told about how the fuck it really was? You ain't seen nothing about MC Breed, none of that shit. Like, podcast, home, Tretch, all that shit. That's why I look at him and was like, yeah, fuck out of here. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying niggas had to get in a whole four-hour movie. That's why I say a Pac story could have been told in a doc because you could have had... That's why I see this, like, having that doc come out, that can be inspiring to have a docu-series. I could see this having a docu-series on, like, Hulu or Amazon Prime or some shit to where it's like you can do it by me by seasons where you have a fainty story and then it go back to, like, Pac when he's starting to get up and come. You know what I'm saying? It could be some, some smooth shit like that. Just some, just some try to thought about how the fuck Pac story could be told more if y'all want to have it in that kind of form. But I think personally, this Dear Mama series was a good closure if you're a Pac fan because you got everything from his moms to how she felt that she had the E-pad, everything, everything. So, peace and salute to the Hughes brothers for that shit, I guess you could say. I don't, <laughs> but um, yeah, this is, it's been a beautiful time with that shit. That was a good doc. But we're going to get back to uh, sports. The NFL shit. I got to say, I think Baltimore is the best team right now in the league. That's who I'm rolling, that's how I'm rolling with this season. Their defense only letting up 13 points a game. Because all the big teams that played against somebody, like the Chiefs, that game against the Broncos was not fucking good. And then you can say, well, Kamal Holmes, that fucking, he was sick. Hey, nigga. Like... You could have either not played. and But also, you got to think about this. If you shadow up fucking Travis Kelsey, you're good. Miami could have probably beat the Chiefs. But they couldn't do shit against that defense. That Chiefs defense played great. They knew Tyreek. They knew what the fuck to do and stop them all. And it was great. But I liked Baltimore. They're probably the best in the AFC for me right now. Um, the whole situation with... Uh, let's see right now. I think in the NFC, you could say Philly. The the Niners, I think this bye week is going to really help. They better have some motherfucking good strategy after this because Purdy's not been looking good. You know, apparently he had a concussion that game against the Vikings. Well, he was going off in the beginning. Then after that, he threw two straight or say threw two picks after that. So it's, it's it's more of a situation. Of what are we gonna get from this team? That defense has not been that looking that good. But you know why? That secondary is not that good. If that front four is not getting after the quarterback, it's gonna be tough. Now you get Chase Young there. I think that's a pretty good smooth pickup. I would not mind seeing the, seeing a, a Ravens um, Ravens Niners Super Bowl. But I think I think really in this reality, it's gonna be Eagles. Eagles are gonna. Pice roll through that, but the but the Cowboys played some pretty good ball. They played some pretty good ball Sunday. I, I give I give credit where credit is due. Dak had a hell of a game. Besides him stepping out of bounds, he had a hell of a game. Threw over three hundred yards, fought with three touchdowns, smooth. 
But shout out to my nigga CJ Stroud, though. Now, I don't know if I say anything about him on the pod. I, that was my favorite quarterback coming out of this, like, off this draft. Everyone's my Bryce Young. I'm like, oh, okay, he could probably be like a Drew Brees type nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he had that kind of... Because Drew Brees wasn't that tall, but he had a fucking strong-ass arm. I feel like with Bryce Young, we you know, I was like, okay, we, we, we'll see what we'll get. But I thought CJ Stroud off of this... Off of this, where I watched at him that comma, like, oh, this thing gonna be tough, cause he got the he got the poise, you know what I'm saying? The whole poise, the, like the arm was right there. I'm like, okay, he got a good, he do a good tight spiral, and he can like he just know how to stay in that pocket. He was I think he was like six two, six three, just homie homie whole whole aesthetic just kind of I felt like fit Houston. Shout out to Domingo Ryan's. I like Houston's future because they got not a lot, a lot of a good. Future you could um, keep pieces down there. Shout out to Lamar. I was uh, what's the nigga named Tunsil, Lanary Tunsil. That nigga was smoking weed and shit. Think <laughs> with the old Miss got caught that bong and nigga got drafted last and shit. Well, no, he got his draft stock went down nasty because he had that somebody exposed him for the for the bong and shit. But um, um, yeah, we'll see, man. I like the Eagles. Eagles, Eagles, Ravens, Super Bowl. That's what I'm going with. I don't see the, I don't see the Chiefs making it, man. I think. What I think also, they, I'm not saying because oh, Tyreek left, but you got to think about it. It opened up so much more of the field when you had two of those guys that had to get double team and Travis Kelsey and then Tyreek. Now he's going to just be four feeding fucking Travis Kelsey. If in Pacheco been pretty pretty good, their defense is good. But I personally think it's going to be the Ravens because they have a good, solid receiving core now. Their defense is actually playing really good. I, and then what I think their tops in sacks so far this year, that's fucking tough. That's that's tough to me. And I like that team. But with, with the, uh, the Eagles, can that defensive line finally somehow get some pressure? Because they have a good I – mean, getting Jalen Carter was a fucking steal. And you have Fletcher Cox, who's probably not... He's still a good player. We know that same dominant guy that was, you know, that he was, you know, years prior. But, um, yeah, I think possible, possibly that, that um, the Eagles might make it. But if that Cowboys defense somehow pick it up for the Cowboys and they can win out, it's just really debating. Because I don't really know of a other third team in that, besides for the Niners, but I'm really like, kind of like, fuck. I like the Niners, but I don't really fuck with Brock Purdy. And that's my, I think the Niners are going to have to figure out this offseason. going to be like, who the fuck can we actually get? Because I don't think Brock Purdy that dude. Y'all be like, oh, he's the next Purdy. He's the next fucking Dan Orlowski ass. All the thing that nigga's known for is stepping out of bounds for safety, back in the end zone, nigga. That's the only thing you know for. Let's just keep this is let's just be on facts. When the cube said factuals, nigga, like let's keep it facts. Nigga, you talk you know you know for. <laughs> hey, shout out to Uncle Sh- um, Uncle Shay and Stephen A doing their shit. I've not watched any of Skip Bayless. I think I probably watched the first episode. And it just looked weird. Like, and I also keep, I also keep forgetting that Michael Thomas is Keyshawn and Johnson's nephew. There's random fact out there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was so confused about everything with that setup. Skip, 
been on bullshit. Cause Shannon Sharp been cooking. He got the um, nightcap with Ocho Cinco. You know, first take and first take numbers are crazy when they have them on there. So yeah, Shay doing this thing. Shout out to Uncle Shay, man. But um, what do I want to say? Yeah, uh, yeah, the the Dolphins. They are a tough team. I think people are sleeping on them still. Just off of that. But the one thing with them is it's been proven. All their losses have been getting good, good teams, and they got their ass handed to them. But all their main their victories, all their victories are going against teams that have, I think, below 500. So it's like, is this team legit the team? Because they put up that 70 ball, but that 70, that team they put 70 on beat the Chiefs. And held Mahomes got a touchdown. You feel me? So it's like, it's a lot of things that's so weird with the, that, that Dolphins team. Because I ain't saying two is a, a bum or anything, but I just feel like, ah, we don't know. Jalen, Jalen Ramsey's good back, you know, and everything. But I think that defense just need to be, a, I think it need to be, you know, pause filled out a little bit more. I don't know what they're I don't know who their linebackers are. I feel like this era... You need as much as like I think always you need a, a good fucking middle linebacker, but you need some guy good linebackers that can play the play the run, that can um that can play the pass. Like it's you need that mixture. I don't think they have that real in their defense, you know. Besides their defensive lineman with Chris Wilkins, uh, with the Christian Wilkins, that nigga's a beast. You got Christian Wilkins, um, Bradley Chubb on the opposite side, Jalen Phillips who's been developing, but I really want to see what that Mike. Like the secondaries, you know, if Xavier Howard watched y'all, because he ain't been that, I don't know, he's been getting, I've been seeing him getting snagged on a lot, to be honest with you. But we'll see. We'll see in that situation. But yeah, I got the Ravens and Eagles for the NFL shit. NBA, though. Shout out to motherfucking Victor Wimbyamba. Now, I don't know if y'all motherfuckers knew who the fuck I've been running with. I've been running with the Spurs for a good minute. And you know we finna celebrate. We got we got the young guy. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. How you doing? Well, 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 well. You know a nigga when be listening to my comedy. That nigga when be listening to all of my shit right here, man. This is fucking fire. Brother, what the god, the nigga and fucking dub meister by fucking my comedy is fucking crack. But fucking uh, Wimby my nigga man He's been looking tough His teammates gotta stop Fucking selling And stop trying to take Every fucking shot Like it's an AAU team They're gonna be good They're still young But we'll see Um What else The Phoenix Suns Booker's been kinda Playing in and out the line But Bradley Bill Ain't played yet They said he got a back Like Shawn Michaels In 98 After the casting match At the Royal Rumble With Undertaker That's very descriptive but if you actually get the comparison and get that reference, you will actually be like, fuck, that's great. He might be on that. Who knows? But they said he might play this Wednesday night. We'll see. Um, Denver been, Denver looking tough. Denver's looking real, real, real tough. They on the, I think on the verge of repeating probably, man, because just the way they're just... They're, they're, I think losing, you know, you lose Bruce Brown and you lose um, but Jeff Green. Jeff Green is a vet. Bruce Brown was a great, you know, Swiss Army knife for that team because he did everything. Great rebounder. He can, he can facilitate. He can create his own shot. He can catch off the, you know, off the screens. And he's a great shooter, a good defender. You lose that, 
it's kind of tough to replace. But now you still got KCP still there. Aaron, I think Aaron Gordon defense just went up because he had made Zion look like Zion just came from Chick-fil-A or some shit. Or he came from Wing Night that fucking, you know, fucking B-dubs or some shit. It was tough. But they blew them niggas out. The thing about, the thing about the Pelicans, they were, they were winning that game by 20 at one point. But shit. That's how fucking Pelican fans felt because them niggas Denver boy. And they got the nigga Strother. He's a rookie. I feel like he's a slept on player and a great fit with that Denver team because he can come off screens, a good cutter, and he can shoot. Jeremy, I think it's Strother or some shit. I think he went to, uh, let me actually see where he came from. Because Cuz was a, I was like, this nigga gonna be tough. I was like, who the fuck is this little light skinned nigga look like goddamn the love interest in fucking uh, <laughs> Insecure that Molly was fucking with? And apparently, she's a virgin. I don't know. I, that's just very random to me out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I don't give, I don't have sex. Like, oh, okay, like, cool. You have a lot of sex scenes on motherfucking Insecure, but you don't be having sex in real life? God damn, that's. I ain't gonna say that's false advertisement, but shit. Some coming out of that situation where it's not right. <laughs> but uh, Julian Strother, nigga, from uh, Gonzaga. Cuz went off last night, put up 21 off the bench. But yeah, Denver got a tough, tough, tough core there, man. For real. But um, I like this team. I think they might be on the repeat mode. Of course, you know, Dane was going to fucking... Milwaukee now. I ain't gonna bring that like it's break new. Everyone been new about that shit. Um, they doing pretty good so far. You know, Dame went off with 39 the first game or some shit. Been kind of mediocre after that. Had a couple good couple games. Uh, but that team, once they find they, they gel together, they gel up together more, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be real good. But Boston are looking crazy. They sell tick, 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 ticks. They're going nuts right now. Um... I think it's more they're playing great defense. Porzingis is a great fit. He's a younger, healthier version of like a well, not health, but he's he's more valuable to the team to than Robert Williams was. And Williams, I think now going for another knee surgery, so Boston dodged a bullet with that one. But yeah, Boston's looking very tough. The rookies looking pretty good so far this year. Wimby, um, who else looking tough? I like old boy for uh, Brandon Miller. With, with Charlotte, I like that pick. I, I like I like that fit with Lamelo. They're gonna fit pretty well. Um, who else out there? Julian, of course. I talked about him. Cuz gonna be giving him a lot of clock because he can shoot that ball. Man, he got a nice jumper, real nice jumper. But NBA shit, I don't know my my squad I'm running with for the championship. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. I'm gonna get y'all back on that towards like when Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, NBA news, everybody been talking about Dwight motherfucking Howard. So, uh, he out here saying shit was consensual, consensual, but he didn't get no permission. Shit's crazy to me. Uh, Dwight around your lips, nigga. Um, <laughs> Dwight who? Dwight around your lips. <laughs> but, uh, nah, cuz was out here wilding, man. Live your truth, my nigga. This nigga's out here just like, fuck it. I'm about to be just like, no, I ain't did nothing. That's why I nigga with the Taiwan. Oh, shit. I know you feel me. There's so much pain.
I'm gonna let that one just marinate a little bit. But anyway, yeah, nigga, that's why you over there dwelling out and shit. Now you talking some, oh, niggas, wow, I'm going to Gills Arena. I'm top 75 all time. It's not me, you're not a 6'11 bottom. You can be, you can be, you can have both, my nigga, it's cool. <laughs> I remember that phone call back in what, like 2016, 17? And the funny part it was like the same week when Bobby, remember Bobby Valentino was got caught up? When it was um, a transsexual he got caught up with? And then he ran out without paying. I think it was an escort. And he, the sex worker didn't get paid. For, he had to run out not paying. And then he was out ass out with a, with a, with a wife beater on some socks. Nigga, so you forgot your wallet. You got your keys, nigga. I'm like, damn. Now my nigga Bobby Valentino. Niggas out here was like, yo, I like it. <laughs> God damn it, Craig. But it's just like the white man. I don't know. It's just that shit with Dwight Howard. It's just weird as fuck with me with him. You know, nothing wrong with it, bro. But there's a lot of allegations and there's a lot of visual evidence, my nigga. Like, you're caught in 4K, as they say. Like, I remember, what's that nigga named Isaiah? Uh, oh, some point guard that played for the fucking Rockets. And I remember this shit. This nigga, this nigga Dwight, just started grabbing this nigga nuts. Like, grab full dick and balls. For no reason, nigga was sitting down and just said, oh, sup, excuse me, nigga, sorry about your meat. Like, yo, my nigga, like, I'm watching the game, I got, I got, you're not, you're not playing tonight, you're injured, you're, you're in fucking, in fucking dress clothes, nigga. Fuck this bullshit, like, it's crazy, it's crazy. You know, ain't nothing wrong with it, nigga, just don't be up in the walls, well, I ain't do nothing. Like, nigga, yes, you have, we seen it, nigga. And then the bad part, when he had all the allegations come out. Guess what the injuries nigga had? It was like a back injury, like a lower back injury, nigga, but a butt cheek injury or some shit. I'm like, God damn it, Dwight, you sitting on a goddamn donut and you looking at Twitter, sad as a motherfucker right now. But the one person that should be saying shit wrong about this nigga or making this nigga the problem is fucking Mace. Now, if y'all do not remember this fucking beautiful, one of the most priceless fucking rants in hip hop history, Pimp C, the rest in peace of Sweet James. My nigga, Sweet Jones, man, rest in peace. This nigga. Mace was in fucking Atlanta when he was the fucking preacher and shit. When Cam ran him to fucking Atlanta because he became a preacher, he got caught in the Range Rover with the boy. Got caught up himself. And then talking about some old oh, white nigga, you can't be here saying you don't care about what niggas doing, this and that. Oh, we care about what you doing. You been saying pause since episode one. I fucking is what it is. And you the you should be the one nigga that should be looking at yourself in the mirror. Like, damn. I'm from Florida, nigga. I ain't from fucking man. I ain't from Harlem World. This nigga's lying. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. God got me hot. Like, yo, me talk this my nigga Dwight, but you up in here also got caught, nigga, on some wild shit. So it's not like you up in here got caught scot free. You, you should know. You should know. You, you have a lot of experience with this, to be honest with you. But <laughs> you got a lot of fucking experience, nigga. You know, you know firsthand how this shit goes. But um yeah, man, just just Dwight, nigga. I don't know what to tell you. The Joe Smith. Now, nigga, I knew she looked kind of familiar. I was like, ooh, that's Miss Pendiv- um, Pendavis, nigga. I remember her. She was on Booty Talk like five or some shit. Spread it wide open. I'm like, yes. This is why I knew I wanted, I wanted to eat pussy. I was like, yeah, I want to eat box like a motherfucker. I ain't going to be one of them niggas like, oh, it tastes weird. I mean, the first time I did eat some real box, the shit had a little old bay taste to it. 
And I was a little, like, skeptical. I'm like, damn, my room smell like motherfucking, like I had some salmon coke catching this bitch. And my nigga Badafi pulled up and was like, hey, yo, God, why smell like you had Sunday breakfast in this bitch, son? Let me get a plate. Give me some bread, some hot sauce. I want salmon coke catch, too. I'm like, no, nah, God, is, you know, just had a little situation. But either way, um, she out here was out here having the OnlyFans without this nigga knowing. I mean, first of all, she's like, you know what I was? And that's true. But, nigga, you have a whole OnlyFans without him knowing. It's crazy. But if y'all together, y'all together that time, why the fuck you ain't help your wife out, nigga? Like, I guess she had some financial crisis or some shit. Why the fuck you not throw her, you know, whatever? Like, oh, here you go. Depending on what the fuck she asking for. And Joe Smith, oh, T-Wolf fans, you know, this nigga great. This nigga cost y'all, y'all motherfucking early 2000s fucking draft picks. Y'all wanted to sign this nigga for one-year deals and shit. That's why the T-Wolves, that's why I say I say Minnesota sports will never prosper because all some fuck shit. KG wanted to keep this nigga around. Y'all kept signing this nigga to one-year deals. Random as fuck. Like, he was some top, and he was the number one pick for no fucking reason. Everybody talking about who the biggest busted. Probably Joe Smith. This nigga had a long career that's off that. Oh, he was the number one pick, though. I don't give a fuck. He ain't did shit. But either way, they apparently they, they separated because they separated. We can't stand one another. Ah, anyway. <laughs> Joe Smith, man. They, he, she was pissed. I mean, it's all right. I mean, she was a porn star before this. But I get it not knowing that she was doing this shit. Yeah, it'll make you, you know, feel kind of some kind of way. But don't shame her, nigga. Like, but the thing about this was, why was she recording it? It's always a conspiracy saying these niggas were just setting some shit up. So, you know what I'm saying? So, who fuck? Who the fuck knows? Who in the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Uh, we were the last rip, man. Uh, fuck Hyde from that 70s show. I knew something was up with this nigga when him and Ashton Kutcher had that conservative-ass fucking show on Netflix with Sam Mitchell. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Never wanted to watch shit. I never watched it, but it just called The Ranch or some bullshit. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? It's proud boy like a motherfucker. I'm good. Because it's out here fucking around some nasty shit, you a nasty motherfucker. So fuck you. I hope niggas having a great time with you. But uh, that's my one of my labels of fuck you. I'll uh, fuck Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Uh, Mila Kunis, sweetheart, you have been groomed. Um, you won't know about this until your Netflix doc come out. Uh... Jay, Justin Timberlake, fuck you. Uh, the fact that you went up in here and did a whole ad lib just to say what up the Junior one while you were walking around here looking like the white girl from fucking Ozark. Goddamn, Marty. Y'all know the fuck I'm talking about. That's what the fuck this nigga looked like with them nasty ass uncooked ramen noodle ass fucking curls on his head. JT, we ain't forget. I been said fuck Justin Timberlake so he pulled all the titties from Justin, uh, Jenny Jackson. But Cuz went back to, you know, when he had that last album he dropped, when he tried to go back to his roots, and his roots, I guess, were in the fucking woods. But I guess he's, oh, I can't be with black people no more. I gotta stop. Too much woke shit going on. Oh, nigga, get your ass out of here. And he tried to come to Minnesota and perform Purple Rain in a state where the home of Prince was a nigga that didn't like your ass. He didn't even like you, Cuz. He didn't respect you, my nigga. He didn't fuck with you, my nigga. He the dick. So fuck Justin Timberlake. Uh, fuck Britney Spears' parents and the management because they fucked this girl over worse than 
any contract I ever seen in my motherfucking life. Um, yeah, she out here wilding. That's why. I, and you know what, Brittany, go ahead and do your goddamn drop down, and get your eagle on girl dance on, on IG. You deserve it. You've been going through a lot. It's fucking nuts. Um, uh, Trump, fuck Trump. Either way, we always see that on my show. Just fuck all any kind of white supremacy, any kind of any any kind of shit that's involved with that. Just fuck anybody that got some kind of involvement of. Oh, all right, bro. I'll I'll beat your ass. And I ain't a violent person like that, but I'll beat your motherfucking ass. Any kind of bigotry, beating your ass. Any kind of misogynistic, beating your ass. Any kind of fucking homophobia, I'm beating your ass. We ain't with that shit over here, niggas. All good vibes at Kushtaus Podcast. But if you are here living your, if you not living your motherfucking truth and shit, nigga, you already trying to talk shit about somebody, or we're going to talk shit about you on this podcast like a motherfucker. For sure. For sure, my nigga. Um, yeah, man. A lot of shit. All the shits. Uh, fuck Jack Harlow. Fuck Michael Moore for taking uh, Kendrick's fucking Grammy. Um, fuck Suge Knife and I actually being like, you know what? Hey, Pac, I'm not going to have you go fight some known killer. So I'm going to have you go to the fucking hotel and chill for the night. Should have just did that. But now you're in prison tomorrow doing a podcast and giving fucking spread recipes. I don't want that advice. I don't want. I do not want to know how to make a fucking quesarito in a fucking Doritos bag in the microwave. I do not want to know this shit. Thank you though, but um, yeah, a lot of shit, man. Uh, I guess that birthday, my nigga Dio, man. Niggas getting old, this motherfucker. Shout out my nigga Q and Maria out here, man. Niggas married and shit. Shout out my nigga Low End. He doing his thug thizzle with the motherfucking. This merch game is going crazy. Just dropped some crazy ass motherfucking jacket. And he doing it for the big niggas too, man. Salute to him. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody doing it for the big niggas out here when it comes to this fashion shit. But uh, <laughs> but I am going to be back on a more consistent basis, man. I miss talking to y'all. I miss talking my shit. I miss... You know what I'm saying? This is this, this right here is called cause this, this is like wow, this is this vent. It's my vent right here. This is my going to therapy. It's talking this show on this podcast and doing what I do what I fucking love doing, man. And that's giving y'all good content, some real deal content, and some real deal knowledge about yourself and have love for yourself. For all the black kings and queens out there, we love y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease. We out this motherfucking bitch. Smoke some. We out here five thousand. <laughs>